Valetti, my Shout guy. Follow him on, on Instagram, guys. Ray Ray with three Y's. <laughs> uh, he also has a team called Grind X Ambition on Instagram. Uh, so he's one of our fighters for Mega Martial Arts. But anyway, uh, during our episode, when um, our previous episode, when we were supposed to recap uh, Adesanya versus Pereira, uh, I was supposed to shout him out to give him credit for calling that fight. Uh, he said on paper it should be Adesanya, but he said there was something that Pereira was bringing that was intangible that he thinks Pereira was going to get the knockout. Oh, so while we were talking about that uh, fight during the episode, he was waiting the entire time for me to shout him out. And I never got around to it because I was shouting out so many other people that episode. And so, uh, sorry, Ray, this is your shout out for getting that call out, uh, getting that fight correct. Nice. So you're the man, Ray. Shout out you to Ray. You are the man. <laughs> How's Thanksgiving for you, man? It was good. I uh, hung out with uh, my cousins in Petaluma. We Ooh. all we each we each brought a we each brought a, a dish. Was it cold uh, to prepare? No, nah, it was actually pretty good up there. Wow. It was like maybe seventy-two degrees. What? Um, but during the evening, it did dip. Oh, Once okay. it turned evening time, it did dip. Petaluma. But we, yeah, but we spent most of the time indoors. But everybody brought a dish. Uh, Would you bring my cousin who lived? I brought real spaghetti. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you're right. going to ask. If I said spaghetti, I know your next question was like, oh, sweet? like Filipino style spaghetti with hot dogs and banana ketchup? Please don't. No. Okay. I, <laughs> I made real like spaghetti um, the way you learn from when watching The Godfather yeah. or watching Goodfellas. <laughs> so hella garlic, beef and pork, you know, your tomatoes, a little bit beef of tomato paste. Pork. You know, the real shit. And it was a big hit. So, you know, sometimes when you go to these dinners where everybody brings their own dish and you start getting a little competitive or you're looking like, okay, which one are the kids eating the more of? You know, everybody did great. And so um, shout out to my cousin, Jen, out in Petaluma. Shout out to my cousin, Gina, from Mountain View. She came up. She brought uh, a ham and also some of this uh, this kind of roast beef that's uh seasoned in a popular style in chicago we made the uh, little sliders out of it it was super delicious i'm sorry seasoned uh, beef is it was it a roast or was it like a prime yeah, it's like a, it's, what is it it's kind of like no it's like a it's like a roast beef but it's seasoned a certain way um and you you know okay, you we're gonna need the name of like, this because i, I need right when name, you said you know it what, I, I right when you said it, it my mouth so watered we, yeah next episode um i mean i'll have the name of this and uh she had it shipped from chicago what? so and it was oh, good. That's amazing. It was really good. Anything that you can get fresh from another state, that's pretty fucking <laughs> that's badass. <laughs> that's, that's, what a wondrous world we live in now Agreed. where they could transfer food and you just have, they didn't know it came from thousands of miles away. 
<laughs> How about you, man? How was yours? It was good, man. We went out to an Airbnb out in uh, Pioneer, California. Great place. Uh, beautiful Airbnb. Probably the, one of the most, probably the more bigger ones. And I shoot a lot of Airbnbs, like as far as like my career. And mm. this one was huge. Uh, fit three, four different families. We had cousins got to sleep with the cousins. I drank a bunch. Only drank good stuff though. Uh, but then there you go. Treat yourself, Jameson. Nice. Treat yourself nice. <laughs> Jameson and Johnny Walker. That's all we were sipping on. And then uh, you know I smoked every night. I was able to eat a lot. I was damn near almost geriatric because I was eating so much. And uh, I was able to train before uh, we we left. And I th- you know what? Speaking of training, um, I, my neck's been bothering me. And uh, it's been about a week, I, and I trained last night also. So it's been about a week between uh, training sessions. And I got to say, yesterday I felt like I was on fire, dude. Like, these guys were ramping like up for... No, like no, no, no. Like, like, like I was refreshed, and, like, I felt kind of like almost like my old self where... Uh, you know, these guys are getting ready for, for tournaments. So they were like, Hey man, we need good looks. We need, we need work. Like, all right, mm. say no more fam. Anyway, uh, <laughs> went in there. All 43 years all of this body is going to come at you. 42. 42. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Sean. 42. <laughs> 42. All 42 years. But, um, yeah, I, I laid it on, on the guys yesterday and uh, I felt really good. I think it was the, right the rest. I think it was the marijuana. So the I think it was the alcohol. <laughs> The, the weed, the Jameson, yeah. and rest. And you know what it was also? Perfect combination for rehab. I can't sleep in other places like hotels or anything like that. But for some reason, the bed that I was on, and it was a, you know, we kind of got the sh- a little bit of the shit end of the stick, but we got our own bathroom. So there was a, a bunk bed that was two queens. If ever you've ever seen that, two mm. queens That's as a huge. bunk bed. It is, right? That's huge. And okay. my wife and my kid were, were on the bottom my oldest was sleeping with his cousin. So I was on top on the top bunk and man, I slept like a baby. It was crazy. I was like, well, I never sleep. Like well. Good sleep helps. Good sleep helps with recovery. Well, that, that kind of led into my question for our opening topic. Um, you know, this Thanksgiving, it's not, it's not the whole week, but sometimes people take the whole week off Yeah, because they have to travel or they have other plans with family. But you know, you and I were, we, we say we're practicing martial artists. And we say to ourselves, you know what, you know what, even though we're on vacation, we're going to hit up a couple of open mats. We're still going to get some workouts in on this vacation during this break. Uh, honestly, how often does that really happen? <laughs> we say, Never. we all say that to ourselves. But how often does that really happen? Like, are you able to stay with that whenever you say that to yourself? That's why I never say that I'm going to go train. Ah, like, there you I'm go. Like, well, I'm going to be totally so honest you, with myself. So I'm you like, surprise oh, yourself. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I, I did no training. Oh, no. You know, I'm, I'm lying. I was actually able to do two Muay Thai training sessions over the break. There you go. So, but not, not mostly, it was mostly for other people. So I just got a little work in, yeah. but I was able to host a couple of training sessions, uh, but I didn't really push myself. <laughs> so I half lied to myself. <laughs> that's okay. I think that's a I think that's a common struggle for most people. You know, when you go on vacation or uh, you're traveling, people say, "Oh, they'll pack their training gear. Maybe I'll hit up a class somewhere." And I'm just I'm curious. So our loyal listeners, hit us up. Yes. Tell us like what, like what struggles do you have about like 
training while you're on vacation? How do you keep yourself honest with that? How do you make sure you're you're on it? What tricks do you do? And also admit to us whenever you always say it to yourself and you never end up training. Yeah. <laughs> because then you'll be on my boat. There you go. That's <laughs> but hilarious. also, like, we should also tell our listeners, like, we were supposed to have this episode last week, but we had a few technical difficulties. Yeah, we had a, so. a lot of this technical difficulties. About yeah, human error technical. Yeah. Was, I'm sorry, what was that, Sean? The producer, uh, me, we, uh, I had some technical <laughs> difficulties on our new platform and whatnot, but it seems to be working right now. Seems, seems to be okay. <laughs> seems to be okay. So any feedback is, is, is nice for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Two weeks ago, uh, UFC Fight Night headline, new headliner, uh, is it Chuku versus uh, Kutalaba? This is one of my uh, shut up white belt moments from that week because <laughs> I thought Kutalaba with his grappling would be able to smother out uh, Zechuku, but uh, that only was true for the first round and second round. Zechuku found the range with those knees and put uh, Kutelaba down. And sure. so he, uh, he wins his first uh, UFC main event. So congratulations to Kennedy. Congratulations any other to fights, that guy, Any other fights from that fight night that uh, you want to shout out in particular, Sean? You know, that actual fight night was, man, I'm trying to remember now because we had such a good conversation last week. Yeah, like, that, that, last that, week, that we had such a great co- we never conversation. Were able to broadcast, guys. Sorry about but, that. Uh, there was. Um, let me just double check. And just a reminder this was um, the Chuko and Kutalaga were the, uh, the new main event. Main event. Yes. Uh, because uh, um, uh, the Lewis, original main yeah. event had, yeah, Derek Lewis uh, was pulled uh, due to some medical issues. And it's still unclear what exactly happened because uh, he was pulled, there was something going on, and then he, he felt better. But by that time, they had pulled the fight. So, yeah, he, so he that's just, what happened with that. Yeah, there wasn't any news after that. It was kind of weird, right? No, I think it's pretty good in the sense that. He People keep their health private, up. so I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yeah, I want to shout out uh, Jack Della Maddalena finishes uh, Danny Roberts uh, with punches. Dude, Jack Della Maddalena, he, he fucking, his boxing is just too damn good for this division. Hopefully he, uh, he gets a bigger fight coming up. Uh, Jennifer Maya uh, wins over uh, Mariner Maros. Yeah, good fight I, know, there. I was rooting for Maros too. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Tercios, our half Filipino brethren. Gets a split decision over Kevin Natividad, which was cool. Vanessa Demopoulos ends up uh, winning a unanimous decision after getting kind of outclassed in the first round also uh, over uh, Maria Oliveira. Uh, mm-hmm. She also pulls in her trademark. Uh, jump into the arms of the Post-interview, <laughs> jump into the arms of the uh, commentator over there. And then... Yeah, uh, one of the cooler finishes than Natalia Silva versus Teresa Bleda spinning back kick. Come oh on. man, dude. She, um, uh, she ducked into that spinning back yeah. kick too. Crazy. She was man. up against the fence and she, she changed levels. Like she was about to do a takedown and then like ate a back kick, like right into the face. It was just awesome. It yeah. was awesome. Crazy. Yeah, crazy potential crazy. knockout of the year. I would say. 
Well, I mean, but that's just maybe my, uh, what do you call it, aesthetic, uh, um, my aesthetic bias <laughs> towards spinning kicks, yeah. which I love. <laughs> Let's jump to uh, what was also the other weekend uh, that we need to recap real fast. Bellator 288, uh, the championship fight between Nemkov versus Corey Anderson. This is another shut up white belt moment. Uh, for me, because I thought Corey Anderson was going to use his superior cage wrestling to control the fight. And Nemkov was able to knock Corey Anderson down in the first round with a spinning heel kick. And from then on, Nemkov had all the momentum. Yeah. So, no, oh, my God. Get up, white belt, Carlo. <laughs> Same here. I mean, I thought Corey Anderson's experience uh, in the UFC and, and mm-hmm. just the opposition that he's fought and the big fights, I thought that was going to take him to the win but unfortunately nemkov spoils it in his hometown also yeah oh, but yeah and you, i think you you made a comment where perhaps anderson being in yeah. his hometown added a little extra pressure on him what i do you think, think so i mean i I, th- I still honestly think that Corey anderson has fought the better opposition i think he probably had the tools to beat him also but you know, he got caught early on with a big shot so that I mean, you know, all of that stuff with when, when it's like your hometown and my fight week and you're the main event and then you get hit pretty hard and your game plan changes and they're saying, hey, no, no, stick to the game plan. You know, like there's all kinds of shit that happens. So mm-hmm. um, not saying he's done, but he's still maybe he's about like two or three fights away in the conversation, I guess. You don't think they run it back right away? I don't think so. I mean, he, I think, especially for Bellator, man, like you're, you're trying to compete as what, what are you the number two or three organization in the world? It's Bellator needs new blood. I feel like mm, they've, so they've you been, need to, you need to show this, build the stars and keep uh, putting them up front. I think so. Because I agree, I agree with that. Like if you, if you're building your business model on stealing all the uh, people that were getting cut from the UFC, I mean, that only hurts, <laughs> that, that only works. To a certain extent, I mean, if you look at uh, PFL, which we're going to talk about later on, you know, all, yes, most are. of those guys have been on the UFC roster and look at them now, you know, mm. I so got you. I, got you. I, I and, you know, those the, the people that are leaving the UFC, those, you know, those people still have, you know, some some type of youth or some stuff, uh, type of career. Bellator, there's, they're there's picking still up, gas in the tank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bellator is picking up all these like, you know, like Leota Machida. It's like you, you wouldn't you rather like pick up someone else? Like know, maybe it's just a <laughs> what's wrong with Leo Machida? No, I'm kidding. What's wrong with him? <laughs> hey, anyway. let's talk quickly about the co-main event of Bellator 288. And this is another yeah. shut up white belt moment for Carlo. Um, <laughs> uh, that's me. Patricky Pitbull uh against Uzman Nurmagomedov. I thought the power of Patricky Pitbull was gonna come into play and stop the uh aggressive wrestling of Usman and that was just not the case. Usman just dominated this fight. Just dominated. On the feet, on the ground, all over. What did you see, Sean? I saw a vintage Normaga Medoff performance. I mean it's he kind of pitched a shutout in a sense and that's kind of what they do over there at at the what do you call it? Like is it like their norm Jim Nurmagomedov, or what is it? Like, is it you know, I, I don't Team know, Khabib? A lot of times when they, when they, yeah, Team Khabib. Okay. Or, like, also, you could argue um, 
American Kickboxing Academy because he yeah, yeah, yeah. takes his guys down to San Jose all the time. Yeah. And, you know, you see uh, the head coach of AKA, Javier Mendez, in their corners. Um, and so, like, you could say Team Khabib and AKA, and I think you yeah. need to shout both of them out. Uh, yeah, I mean, deserve all the credit. They're doing something right. They are doing something right. Look, man, Usman Nurmagomedov, he's what, his cousin or something like that? They, yeah, that's you know, his they, they start showing like pictures of them as kids and look at them now. Look, dude, he's got how many champions in these organizations? Like they're they're literally taking over the Dagestanis. I think also knowing that you're trained, being trained by Khabib, and training oh, yeah. with them, it must give them such confidence just going into any situation. Like they feel like they could handle whatever comes up. Yeah, I mean, look at Makachev. I mean, he's he's probably had harder training sessions in. The gym rather than mm -hmm. some of the fights he's in some of the had. fights yeah. no you're probably right you're probably right any other fights from bellator 288 that uh, caught your eye that you wanted to shout out not really other way okay let's let's move on to another event that was happening that weekend that we need to recap real fast one on prime video four headlined by abasov versus christian lee christian lee moving up to walter Waite to uh, become champ champ. Um, you pointed out that Abasov failed to make weight. So Lee was only one eligible to win the Walter weight title. Mm -hmm. And he certainly did after a rough round one where Abasov almost put Lee away. And I got to give myself another white belt for this because I thought Abasov's power and size would give Lee trouble. Yeah. But Lee turned it around with a TKO stoppage in the fourth round. What did you see in this fight, Sean? You know, I I saw a very mature and uh, mentally prepared Christian Lee because that first round was tough, man. Uh, he got caught, mm -hmm. got dropped. Uh, and after watching it a uh, second time, I noticed that Christian Lee actually blocked a lot of the shots that Abasov threw during the time when he was hurt. So... Ah, you know, okay. he did a really good job at closing the distance when he was in trouble and getting those takedowns. Um, I felt like Abasov blew a lot of his energy trying to finish Christian Lee in the first round. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and, and with mm -hmm. with good, you know, with good purpose because he didn't make weight. He gets stripped, and you have to you have to make a statement. You have to get this guy out of here, and it. It didn't happen. So Christian Lee figures out that, you know, his, his clinch to takedown ratio was probably going to win him the fight. And were you surprised you, at that? Were you surprised that Christian Lee was able to implement his takedown game against a bigger opponent? I, I was very surprised. And if you look at some of the pictures of Christian Lee and mind you, this is at their welterweight, um, mm -hmm. which is 185, which is 185. And he looked big, In but he looked really thick. Yes. And, mm -hmm. Abasov look huge like he looked yeah monstrous kind of looked like a light heavyweight almost and mm. I think we know we mentioned that uh he could have very well been around like 195 almost like 200 pounds who knows and Christian Lee Easily. was probably like 180 pounds at or or something but uh he looked lean he, he did look lean, lean. but strong yeah he looked undersized that's for sure but I'm really anxious to see what happens with Christian Lee. Like, I, does he keep defending that welterweight belt or does he stay at lightweight because there's a lot more fights over there? Um, mm, who knows? But I am done doubting Christian Lee because I, I freaking 
thought he was kind of like overrated and I was a little pissed off that he beat up uh Shinya Aoki and uh <laughs> but I'm tired of doubting him he he showed that he's 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 a real champ and I think he can I mean after with pretty after, much yeah, after that first round like the show that he could uh put Dude, it together he finished and- him after he gets fucked up in the first round, he finishes him late. What was that? The, the third? Late. Fourth? Uh, the fourth, oh, fourth round. Yeah. And they, he mounts Abasov and he just pours it all out. So I'm kind of curious if, like, if that round ends, for example, without the stoppage, yeah. does Christian Lee have anything left in the fifth round? But does Abasov have anything left in the fifth round to yeah. do anything about it, even if Christian Lee gets gassed so that it was a compelling fight yeah that was a compelling fight christian lee looked gassed uh, even after the second round but dude he he had the same pace the entire time he's the real deal i think he's legit he's legit were there any other uh mma fights on one on prime video four from this event that you that were of note to you sean uh i'm gonna shout out steven loman he's our you know he's a filipino uh, he beats uh, Bibiana Fernandez. Fernandez which is no easy task because, you know, Bibiano is only lost to the top. Uh, St- Steven Lohman kind of looks a little juicy for a Filipino guy, honestly. <laughs> also, weren't you surprised that Steven Lohman had enough grappling to give Bibiano trouble? Because Bibiano actually had Steven, like, in trouble in the first round, and then when he couldn't get the finish, what it are they like feeding it took, these guys it took something out of, yeah, it took something Lakai, out of Bibiano's huh? sales. Yeah, it's Steven, it's Steven, man. He just freaking he had the grappling too. Hey, man, that when, really surprised me because I thought his left hand was going to be the key. Hey, like man. his left straight would be the key, but he used grappling to win that fight as well. So congratulations, Spotty. <laughs> you know, I've when I was in Hong Kong, I was able to buy Vi- I mean, uh, I was able to buy a Viagra over the counter. I don't know why I did it. Like my, one of my the guy that I was with, he hey, let's go to buy. See what happened? <laughs> no, he just goes, hey, let's go buy some Viagra. I was like, you could do that, and he goes, yeah. So he ended up buying some. I was like, I'll buy some. I've never taken it because I've never needed to. <laughs> it's still sitting, but, collecting dust in your medicine cabinet. That, yeah, You're yeah. saving it for your anniversary. But that's what I'm saying. Like out there in like in in third world countries, you can get a lot of stuff because Stephen Lohman does not look like an average Filipino. That dude was, he looked like a superhero, that motherfucker did. <laughs> so, so that's a little. Is that. What Sean is saying, folks, is that if you're looking for extra vitamins and minerals to supplement go to, go to your Philippines or routine, Hong Kong, have a friend that lives in the Philippines <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and to have them hook you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's jump to uh, there was another uh, one FC event that same night. It was one yeah. one sixty three. It was headlined by a kickboxing fight. But I wanted to talk a little bit, just shout out a little bit of the. Uh, MMA fights, your boy. Um, uh, <laughs> now I'm like, I'm like laughing, but Yushinikami, uh, uh, was in, uh, and Aoki were on the card, not fighting each other, oh, no. but Aoki ended up fighting, uh, one of another Khabib's uh, protégés, <laughs> and he get he got absolutely fucking wiped out by a straight right hand to get just like put him down for the count in the first round. It wasn't even a fight. So, uh, shout out to Shinya Yoki, man. Team Khabib. Yeah. Team Khabib, uh, got one again. <laughs> Dude, Shinya Yoki's an Asian man that is like, so he, he's supposed to be fighting at lightweight. That means that's 170. He is not mm-hmm. 170. Sagid is a, is a, blah, 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 blah. 
is <laughs> is is a Gakmayev. That guy yes, is that's right. Probably so he's probably a 185er. <laughs> going up against <laughs> You're not lying. You're not lying. Because Aoki, the... even he's older, he's still lean. Did you see when he hit when he hit Aoki though? Like Aoki fucking shut down. It was just like Dude, I felt that. I know. I felt that. That was a straight right hand that it was like it was just picture. It was kind of picture perfect. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> and then Yushin Okami, God. He should probably keep the hair. Uh, he kind of looks like, like, he looks a little older with the bald head, but uh, him and Ong Lasong, you know. Oh, yeah, that's who he Two of the most yeah, attractive men in the <laughs> in the universe <laughs> with those ears. Ong, I mean, Ong Lasong's power was just too much. Ong Lasong's power is too much. And Yushinokami's too old to be able to use that grinding wrestling yeah, style that got so him so much success on. earlier in his career. Not against. So. Not against the uh, the Burmese Python. That's not even his <laughs> name. Uh, Ong Song dedicating his fight to the late Anthony Rumble Johnson, which was mm. really nice. Uh, great I didn't tribute. know that they were so close, but yeah, he was very yeah. emotional. In I the think they trained together interview. at the. I think they were trained together at the Black Zillions, uh carrying that over to uh, Sanford MMA. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, that was touching. It was. It was nice to see. Uh, any other fights from that? Yes. Uh, one, 163, you want to shout out, bro? Uh, the Kirill Gorobets versus Bruno Pucci. Bruno Pucci being Christian Lee's brother-in-law and Angela Lee's uh, husband. Uh, great jiu-jitsu uh, com- competitor of jiu-jitsu phenom, actually. But mm-hmm. uh, not so good Go on, on uh, Go MMA. On. <laughs> I think it's... Not so good at MMA? Is not so said? good at MMA. <laughs> uh, MMA jiu-jitsu and... Uh, and and jujitsu jujitsu are very different things, and yes. Bruno Pucci uh, fell in love with the striking on this on this fight, and you know what happens when jujitsu players fall in love with their striking, it turns into a punching bag type. Uh, but he ended up surviving. It could be, it could be ugly. It could be ugly. But I'm sure that took a couple of weeks off of his life. So, shout out to Bruno Pucci. So let's let's go ahead and jump to the big event from last weekend. All right, all right. Uh, P, PFL oh, 2022 man. World Championships, headlined by Lucer Pacheco versus Kayla Harrison, and the big upset. Pacheco wins the five round decision against Harrison. Uh, were you able to watch the fight, Sean? And what did you think? You know, I I did get to see the highlights. Uh, it was on pay per view, and I was trying really hard to find a stream but i wasn't trying hard to find a stream anyway larissa pacheco uh, i predicted that she could win this fight if she kept the distance and if she kept uh kept kayla harrison off of her and she kind of did that in in a good way uh a lot of people don't know but larissa pacheco did start out in the ufc and she i think one of her first fights was jessica andrage and she ended up getting submitted and that's what I was talking about. You know, a lot of the people that have been winning in the PFL are former UFC fighters that, you know, just had a rough go on their contract. And Larissa mm-hmm. Pacheco never gave up. She kept going. Loses twice to Kayla Harrison. I think one was an armbar, yeah. one was a unanimous decision. I, I I don't know. One or the other. Or they're both finishes. Larissa Pacheco comes back and looks really good early on. It was a tough close fight but i think it came down to that last round and uh it, it, yeah. yeah and it was the right decision too so like Agreed. you're right getting the distance so that pacheco's power 
would come into play was key for her. But one of the things that was surprising is that Pacheco actually had some moments in the wrestling exchanges where she was able to get top position and kind of a couple of times threatened to take Kayla Harrison's back. And so there were some frustrating mistakes that Pacheco did make uh, in terms of giving up uh, top position on some parts. But one of the things that saved her is that when she was on the bottom, and this is not something you should uh, try to emulate too much, you young MMA fighters out there, but Pacheco was able to throw some heavy shots from the bottom that I think stymied Harrison's uh, progression to a better position from top. And I think it slowed her down and it counted as points for Pacheco. And, and she won that fight on points fair and square. And it was a big, it was a big upset. One of the interesting things that PFL does is that they show you the odds of the live betting as the fights is happening. And so in the fifth round, it was even money. Yeah. It was even money going into the fifth round. So it was incredible to watch it. And so uh, you could see in the body language of Harrison that she, she, uh, she felt she lost at the end when the announcement was yeah. made. And she looked uh, like she got so, to a fight this time, you know? Yeah, she was really tested. But, and it was one of those things that people kind of, uh, kind of gave Harrison shit for, even though it's not really her fault. You know, them saying like, "Well, is she really th- that good?" Because has she really been tested? Yeah. You, it takes two to t- takes two to tango. Agreed. You can only be, you know, who you're up against will kind of ref- reflect your true skills. And this one was a really good test. And congratulations to Pacheco, man. You know, I he think really this did the thing. I think this actually helps the PFL. Uh, mm. Remember, uh, Kayla Harrison made a lot of headlines as a free agent, and uh, yes. It, she ended up coming back to PFL. She was pretty much one of the more dominant females on top. And uh, she, with her losing, I think it adds like a bunch of, I mean, and mind you, this was a pay-per-view event. And yes. uh, I don't know how the numbers did. I'm pretty sure they didn't do that well because, you know, if you see the numbers. Thanksgiving and, weekend. <laughs> yeah, not only that. And if if you find out that Pacheco's lost to Kayla Harrison twice, would you bet on this fight? Or would you buy this fight? Of course not, because the odds are Kayla Harrison was probably going to win, which she almost did. Fuck. But Larissa Pacheco, like I said, I don't know who she's training with. I don't know who. Uh, I don't know what she's been oh, doing. Oh, she's uh, at a Amer- she's at an American Top Team school in Atlanta. So very um, interesting. Very interesting because like Harrison is with ATT in Florida, right? So. Yes, <laughs> but when so it was like sub ATT. That that's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, I you're, think it. I think chain, it helps. You're chaining with the stepchild of the father school, <laughs> especially with like Adesanya, uh, Usman, and all the top pound for pound people losing. I think it just creates a. It just creates more content, more stories. So, shit. PFL's on. I, I I'm actually liking PFL way more than I'm liking Bellator right now for some reason. I think one of the things you pointed out that was good, you, you, I think you called it right, saying that it's good for PFL in a sense for Harrison to lose, even though she's their big star. I think it shows that they're not just feeding Harrison a bunch of cans. Yeah. And it, it legitimizes it. And, and look, you watch that fight and you're thinking, yo, like Pacheco won that shit fair and square. And if they had, to, and if they had handed that win to Harrison, even though it was close, I think you would have, had a lot of people look at that league very suspiciously. Yeah. 
if they yeah. called that wrong. Especially so on pay-per-view. The judges got this one right. The yeah. judges got this one right. Well, Any other fights from that championship? There was like six championship yeah, fights, yeah. all five rounders. Uh, any fights from that um, that whole card that you want to shout out? Uh, Aspen Ladd comes out, does the damn thing against Julia Budd. Uh, and then Olivia, uh, Olivier Aubin Mercier, is that how you say it? Yeah, yes, Olivier Mercier. Right. You got it. Uh, Knocks out Stevie Ray and becomes that a lightweight champ. That fucker can hit. That can fucker hit, can hit. From what I hear, one of the nicest guys in the world also, and one of the most humbling dudes too. Super humble. But it's uh, shout those out to nice that guys guy. you got to be careful with. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Wilkinson. A lot of people don't know this, but Rob Wilkinson was Adesanya's debut fight. And uh, Rob Wilkinson becomes a millionaire. Oh, there you go. Finishes, Congratulations, Rob. Finishes Omari Akhmedov. <laughs> and remember, Akhmedov oh, was... He beat a guy with the last name exactly. with a, an O-V in his last and name. Oh, he's no, a Dagestani. Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> so the Dagestanis missed out on another champion. Um, oh, man. Shaman Marais beats Marlon. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Shaman Marais beats oh, and Marlon Lock, Marais. Lachnan still, yeah, and Lachnan, uh won his fight. Um that one I, I called right. That's like the one fight I called right that Lockman would oh, be able to control the distance. Right. <laughs> Dude, congrats to that guy too, man. Beats Bubba Jenkins. So, but uh Yeah, Bubba Jenkins his wrestling I thought would be a problem. But I thought yeah. Lockman showed in his previous in his semifinal fight, he faced another wrestler and was able to to use his striking and angles to keep the fight at range. Guy did the same thing here against Bubba. So congratulations, Lockman. Dude, what about uh, Jeremy Stevens getting a triangle choke? Man, I mean, like, he's been in the game for a long time, and the game catches up to time, people dude. fast. Fast. I'm just going to be a cowboy fighter, just getting finished all the time. <laughs> oh, man, no, hopefully it doesn't go that far. So, I know. But anyway, that's, that was last weekend. Uh, ballsy move by PFL to put on an event uh, on Thanksgiving weekend. Hopefully there'll there'll be more of those. Uh, it's a it's a great format. So guys, give PFL a shot. Check it out, yeah. especially yeah. Also, give Plus. give one FC a shot, man. They, those fights were actually really good. All the they, mixed, they, they've got the action fights, Absolutely. like all the Muay Thai fights, all the grappling. Dude, one's doing it, man. So let's look forward to this weekend. There's UFC and one mm-hmm. doing it again. For UFC's got a fight night on ESPN and ESPN Plus oh, yeah. this Saturday. The main event, one of my favorite fighters, Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus your boy, the the best Instagram troll in the MMA there is, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Holland. Big mouth Holland. Fight against Walter Waite. The odds are pretty oh, pretty close. Uh, Steven Thompson's a plus 120 underdog. Holland, a minus 140. Wow. Uh, how do you see this fight playing out? Five rounds. <sighs> People are going to hate me for saying this. Okay, I- let's go. And uh, I think Brendan Schaub said this, but I, I kind of agree with him. I think Kevin Holland, I mean, this is like a tailor-made fight, if you think about it, because no one's going to grapple. Yeah, yeah, Holland struggles with grapplers. And and historically, Wonderboy has also yeah, he kind struggled. of struggled with grapplers, but not as much as Holland mm-hmm. has. Steven, Steven Thompson also edging, uh, I think he's edging 40. He's 39 years old. Yeah, he's, he's long getting up there. Tooth. Um, and I have a feeling that 
it's gonna get it's gonna get a little dicey because there's gonna be a lot of strikes thrown. I have a feeling that Kevin Holland is gonna use his grappling this time. I think he you has. Think Holland's gonna actually go and be. A I don't wrestler think. For a I don't second? think he's gonna be a wrestler. I think he's gonna use his jujitsu somehow. Maybe get a sweep or something like that. But I think Kevin Holland finishes Stephen Thompson and Stephen Thompson retires. Man, if the, if Stephen Thompson does lose to Holland, that that makes it a much steeper climb towards title contention, which is where he's been trying to go for the past five years. Um, I, I I love Stephen Thompson's style because that sports karate rhythm was kind of the mm. first way I learned how to strike in martial arts. And in our yeah. Hapkido school, that was kind of the, the rhythm and style that our school adopted in the 90s. So it's familiar to me and it's, it's just fun for, to me to watch. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's also a very athletic style. So you pointed out uh, Thompson's age. Uh, that style doesn't necessarily age super well. No. But one of the things I will say is that Thompson hasn't taken a lot of damage in his career. And his timing and his reactions still look pretty sharp. Um, but this is a five-rounder, and he's going up against a younger guy, and Kevin yeah. Holland, who could be very unpredictable. So this one, I'm like, ah, I'm rooting for Steven Thompson. But I think uh, Kevin Holland's going to do it. Agreed. So we'll see. We'll Dude, this see. this card is actually a really good card. There's a lot of yeah, let's, really good. Talk about the this. talk about the co-main event, man. Brian Barberina coming off that big knockout win over Robbie Lawler, going up against Rafael dos Santos. Man, that's a big task because I think they're fighting at welterweight. On this one, they so. are fighting at welterweight. And with RDA, you, I just feel like he hasn't been he hasn't had the most success at welterweight yes he has won fights yes he's beat a you're lot talking about people. rafael dos Santos, yes. right rda and brian barbarino i mean fuck man this kid this guy you can't put this fucking guy away so, he's tough as fuck yes but can i tell you something sure who do you think is the, the odds favorite in this fight brian barbarino no he's oh plus four plus listen to this plus 420 underdog that's a great bet that's weird that's a great bet and dos Anjos is a, a minus 540 favorite dude that is, is fucking weird is that's dos, fucking weird has dos Anjos ever fought robbie lawler no no but you know what you know what it is though but in the welterweight uh rankings dos Anjos ranks number seven which is weird um even though he hasn't like had like a lot there. Uh, so who, th- so who I think wins this fight? I think any of you guys want to do a value bet, uh, put your money on Brian Barbarina. Yeah, dude, because he can finish the fight, man. And Yes, and I don't know if RDA has enough in him to make uh, this, like, a His kind of, fight. Yeah, because uh, being, like, the smaller guy, you could say, oh, maybe I'll condition him. But RDA is also older, and this is only three rounds. So Barbarina's power could come into play. He's been in some quickly. wars too, man. Yeah. So what else? What else on this card are you looking Ooh, forward to, Bo? Shout out to the dude Matt Schnell. He's got a really tough task against Mateus uh, Nicolo. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a plus three hundred underdog. Schnell is. Yeah, I mean Matt Schnell in his last few fights like he's remember he that one fight he had he fucking went out came back and then ended up winning that fight. Not not the best strategy and probably not the most long living type strategy. <laughs> but, 
I'm yeah, gonna go with I'm gonna not, go with Chanel just because you know he's a homie. Not yeah. a recipe for a long career is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> Nicolau might fucking grapple his ass off though, but we'll see. Who you think? Who you got in that uh, fight? Uh that one I'm gonna go with Chanel. Hmm. I'm going. I'm gonna go with Chanel. Uh, even though he's plus three hundred underdog, I'm yeah. go with Chanel. Uh, another fight I'm kind of looking forward oh, to is Tai Tuovasa versus the Sergey Pavlovich. They wanted to. Uh, What's up? That could have been the the co-main if they wanted to. The heavy oh Tai Tuivasa versus yeah. Pavlovich. Oh yeah. That I, no way this fight goes all three rounds. No. You know what? Though, really what do you hurt. think about Tai coming back so fast though? After that big. That, I second guess that as well. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying one way or another someone's getting finished. Yeah. Uh, and so, mind you, Pavlovich only lost once. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Pavlovich on this one. Even though we love Tai Tuivasa. He does the shoey celebration whenever he wins, drinking beer out of random shoes in the audience. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think uh, there's not going to be a shoey that night. No. I mean, Sergey Pavlovich is a minus one ninety five favorite. So damn, he's we'll been see. doing it for for a minute too, man. His only loss, Alistair Overeem. Damn, That's no shame okay. in that. No shame in that. Speaking of like old heads, you know who else is on this card in the prelims? Clay Guida. Oh my God. He's fighting Scott Holtzman. What a gangster. This, was, this is kind of even. Clay Guida's pl- only a plus 130 underdog. Scott Holtzman, minus 150 favorite. Yeah, yeah. You know who else is on this card? Michael Johnson, former Ultimate <sighs> Fighter winner from that. the GSP versus Koscheck season. He's a plus 230 underdog against Mark, uh, Mark. Diakis. Am I saying that right? Diakis. Dikise, thank you. Minus two seventy five favorite Mark Dikise is. Okay, cool. Um, I think Michael Johnson's gonna get hurt. Oh, uh, he hasn't he hasn't looked great. <laughs> yeah, he's a little long in the tooth. I'm looking forward now, to. Uh, I know what you're looking forward to. Can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna start laughing if you say ahead. what I think you're gonna say. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Probably the fight of the night. Uh, a good fight of the dime, the the fight of the dime pieces. I knew it. I'd say it. Say it. Tracy Cortez and, Amanda, <laughs> and my ex-wife Amanda Hebas. Uh, I knew you were going to be looking at that fight. I cannot wait, dude. But can I tell you that's going to be a close fight? That, I mean, I the fact do. that um, besides them being both super, like, you know, they're they're accomplished fighters in their own right at flyweight. They're both like Tracy's only minus one one oh five. Amanda's only minus one fifteen. This is kind of a pick 'em right here. Yeah. So this is this one's going to be competitive. You know, Tracy. Who you got? Tracy hasn't even had a finish in in the UFC, which is kind of crazy. Um, she's got, she's one of the most, I don't know, what would you call it, like top couples in like her. She's with uh, what's his name, uh, Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega, the most beautiful couple in MMA. <laughs> and then Amanda Hivas is just a dime piece, all in her own right, but. Man, I don't know who's gonna win this fight, dude. Because well, you know, odds makers don't know either. <laughs> I think uh, Cortez is riding a win streak, right? She's got a let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven fight yeah, win that's streak, not, dude. N- nothing wrong with that. No, nothing to be mad at and, there. Uh, Hebus coming anyway. off a Chukadian lost, but I'm gonna go with Amanda Hebus just because. For old time's sake. For old time's old sake. An old, old crush. crush. Yeah, yeah. Old crush. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, don't forget to hit us up on our social media. Tell us what you think about our thoughts on these fights. Tell us who you're looking forward to. Tell us yeah. what your picks are. Okay. Hop Q1 on Instagram. 
Sean any other any other yeah go ahead Should, tell us what your instagram is sean, sean underscore pierre underscore um yeah. uh last fight that i'm gonna shout out uh yasmin Uruguay versus Stella nunez mm. yasmin uh Uruguay fucking hits like a truck uh but other than i think that, it's gonna be some good i think it's gonna be good it's gonna some be a, good action this is gonna be a good fucking fight fight night for sure and on so that's saturday night and yeah. this friday one championship is putting on two events. Do we talk about? They're doing it? two again. Yes. So first one, one on Prime Video Five. This is for the light heavyweight championship. Deritter versus Malikine or Malikine. Oh, dude, isn't one uh, of them? Uh, isn't one of them also light heavyweight champ or something like that? So Deritter is the light heavyweight champ. Uh-huh. Malikine is the heavyweight champ, and he's. Uh, trying to be champ. No, wait champ. a minute. Isn't or did Der- I get that? Did I get that backwards? Deritter is a champ, champ already. Oh wait, that's yeah. right. Because he and no, because he has uh, middle the middleweight and yeah. the light and yes. the light heavyweight. Yes, and then right. Malakin has the, the interim heavyweight. heavyweight title, and then he's trying to get light heavyweight. He's or? trying to get light heavyweight. Yeah, he's trying to move down and Holy do that. Shit, that's, that's you don't hear you don't hear about that often. You don't hear about heavyweights going down. <laughs> To like, yo, I want to fight the smaller guys. Because usually heavyweights just love eating. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to cut no weight. That's why they're heavyweights. But yo, Malachine, man, good for him. How do you see this fight? one going down? I'm gonna oh, go dude. with I'm gonna go with the more I'm gonna go with the smaller guy. Me Only too. Because Me too. Why, why why is your reason what's your reason? I feel like he probably has more tools to win. I think with the big cage, it, it goes towards the, the person who's going to show that they have more gas, too. True, true. So I like DeRitter. I like DeRitter in this one. Agreed. And DeRitter is a well-rounded fighter. Uh, so um, so I'm looking to see. I think it's going to be a technical fight. I think it's going to be a technical fight. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with DeRitter also. I'm going to say it's going to be... I'm going to go for decision. A small. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that yeah. call. I think I, I, I agree with you. I'm not going to, I can't disagree with you. Um, there are a couple other fights on this one, but just one of note, there was going to be an Adam White Muay Thai world championship on this card. Oh, the Janet it was going to be, yeah. it was going to be Alicia Helen Rodriguez uh, against Janet Todd. Uh, but Janet Todd tested positive for COVID. So they pulled That's her still around. from that fight. So they, hopefully they'll postpone, they'll uh, rebook this for a later date. This was a, a Muay Thai for all you Muay Thai fans. This is a fight I'm re- I was really looking forward to. Me too, man. Uh, two tough, super uh, good technical fighters. These two, uh, so uh, gonna miss out on that. But hopefully they'll be able to rebook that uh, sooner rather than later. As soon as uh, Janet Todd is healthy, so hopefully she has a uh, good, strong recovery from this one. Any other matchups from yeah. this? Uh, one on Prime Video Five. Yeah. You want to shout out, Sean? I mean, dude, where else can you see uh, co-main uh, submission grappling world championship? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beast, Cade Ruotolo versus uh, Mateo Scabriel. Always a freaking American versus a Brazilian. What's going on here, guys? But Cade looking like a freaking phenom. So I'm excited for that. Another one is uh, our countryman Edward Foliang. They had to put him on the card. Too bad they put him. They couldn't put him on the main card because they are in Manila, correct? Yeah, I think they are. Yes, yeah. This um, one is in Manila. You're correct. 
he has a tough task in Edson Marquez from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And then yes. the one that I'm looking forward to so much, the Amber Kitchen versus Jackie Buntan. Buntan representing the Filipino Americans, not the Bay Area per se, but California. Amber, Amber Kitchen, Kitchen is no fucking Super joke. tough Muay Thai fighter no out of the United joke. Kingdom. So this one's gonna be this one's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Does so Amber we'll, Kitchen we'll come from the Haggerty camp too, or no? Uh oh, you know that's a good question. I don't know if she's if she's a teammate with Haggerty, but that's a good question. I don't know the I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. Me neither. Um, but hoping also on the card. Also, go ahead. No, 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 go for it. So also on the card, uh, former contender uh, MMA Adam Weight Denise uh, Zamboanga uh, versus Lin Hee Kin. Um, that's gonna be that's interesting. They're like at the fight. bottom of like the the <laughs> like the prelim card or what they call the. But she's a big card. name though in, so in in the Philippines. Those are two big names, yeah. I think. So I don't. So, I think so. I think they strategically uh, put. I wish Jackie was on the freaking main. Gosh, but she's not that big enough. Ty Ruotolo's on there too. What's going on? Yeah, he's on the he's on the quote unquote he's prelim. He's freaking. He's fighting a Russian. Um, a Russian dude. So who are you? Who are you rooting for? I'm going Ty. Man. <laughs> I know like, you love the Rotolo brothers, but this guy's name dude. is Gafurov. So, submission <laughs> grappling and MMA is totally different. If it was MMA, I'm taking a Russian all day. Okay, but uh, pure grappling, you got the Rotolo brothers the Rotolo smoking it all day. All right, all right. So, so we said this is one of one fc's uh events they're throwing another event that same night one 164 which is headlined by the straw weight mma shit. world championship joshua pasio from the philippines versus jared brooks of the hair. united states um straw weight so you know these motherfuckers <laughs> are going to be in shape oh so that's um, 125 it's, right? it's i'm sorry so their straw weight's 125 I believe so. Yeah. Um, I, I I think so. Uh, you know they're going to be in shape. You know it's in one, so they're probably juiced up too. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I know, um, uh, Sean, you're probably rooting a little bit oh, for the dude. for the pare from the Philippines. Team eh? Lakai. All all. Is there only one fucking team in fucking Philippines? Come on, guys. There's got to hey, be it's more. A small country. It's a small country. How many teams do you possibly need? Shout out to BC Marshall but, out there, by the way. God. And uh, also, uh, also from the Philippines, old school MMA, um, Brendan Vera at heavyweight. Dude. He's fighting uh, Amir Ali Akbari from Iran. It, man. That's guy. gonna be a that's gonna be a banger, I think. Well, it is in the Philippines, uh, so yeah. So you gotta you gotta Dude, fill they, the seats, bro. They actually stacked this card with a bunch of Filipinos, which is great. But unfortunately, they won't be on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. I know Meng Bo at the bottom over there. There's going to be a number of pretty good uh, Muay Thai matchups on this one as oh, well. Dude, um, how about there's Super a flyweight Lack? Muay Thai World Grand Prix final Super Lek versus Pan Payak. This uh, is going to be a that's, fucking That's going to be a fucking banger. Uh, also, oh, who do you think wins that? Please, I, I need to get your prediction on that. Uh, I'm going to go with Super Lek. Yeah. Ah, you know what? No, I'm going to go with Pan Payak, dude. All right, let's bet a drink, son. Let's go. All right, all right. I don't know how deep we are to drink. Yeah. (laughs) And also, um, looking forward to, on the lead card, uh, another Adam Waite Muay Thai matchup, Laura Fernandez from Spain. Nice. Versus uh, Dan Kong Fa uh, from the Ban Chamek uh, gym. Uh, So that's going to be a a good fight, I feel. (laughs) 
So there's a lot of good good matchups going on this weekend in one, man. Dude, what what is saying, doing it, man? What is fucking... I'm trying to pronounce her name. Dang Kong Fa Benjamin. Damn, that's crazy. Rolls off the tongue supernaturally oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> Let's get into some news. Any other, any other things from the one championship you want to shout out no, no. before we get into news? That's a lot, man. That's a lot a going lot. on. So, uh, guys, again, uh, hit us up on our social media. Tell us what you think about these fights, your predictions, uh, if you want to shit on our analysis, go for it. <laughs> you won't be the only ones that oh, shit yeah. on what we say. <laughs> uh, hockey one on Instagram. What's yours, Sean? Sean underscore Pierre underscore. Let's get into some quick news. Yeah. Uh, we weren't able to ca- talk about it last week because of our technical difficulties. We but, did, but the martial arts world, that MMA world, lost uh, Jason David Frank. Uh, who most of the young folks, and I, when I say young, people who, who are in their 30s and started in martial arts and the, as they were kids because of Power Rangers, the Green Ranger, uh, Tommy, played Tommy, the G- Green Ranger, Jason David Frank uh, passed away. Um, report was that he took his own life. He's um, had a terrible two years. Uh, how many people do you know in your life, Sean, that, got started in martial arts because of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and then specifically because of Jason David Frank's portrayal of Tommy the Green Ranger. I know a bunch, man. Uh, I was into martial arts because of all the Bruce Lee stuff and all the Van Damme mm-hmm. and everything like that, but definitely the Power Rangers added even more fire to that because there was a show where people were doing martial arts and it was popular and they made it cool with the Zords and the Megazord and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And when you saw Jason David Frank come out as the Green Ranger, I mean, that was a game changer because that means the Power Rangers had someone that was on their level and he was a villain. At yes, the time. that's right. He started that show as a visit as a villain. You're he right. had long hair and shit. So, you know, he, he just looked like that guy and once he blew the flute and once he, you know, like once that fucking Zord comes out and, and then remember he was the white Ranger and it, mm-hmm. it, it was just all crazy. Even his key eyes. I remember I was, I was even uh, imitating some of his key eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a fan of Jason David Frank. He was my favorite uh, character other than the black, black dude, um, the black Ranger. But uh, yes, I know a bunch of people that have have been influenced by Jason David Frank. Even a lot of the UFC fighters, you know, they showed support because you know a lot of the UFC fighters they're in their fucking twenties right now. They're in their like yeah, late, early thirties. So, these are know. guys that grew up on grew Power up on Rangers. Absolutely. Did you ever notice on Power I, Rangers that they never hit in the face though? Yeah, well, you know, half of the show they're wearing helmets yeah. too, so. <laughs> You know, I, I know a couple of fighters, active fighters right now who are like meeting Jason David Frank was like on their like bucket martial list. arts bucket list. Yeah, he man. meant that much to them. Uh, you know, I took it for granted. I was I, me and um, our Hapkido school years, 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 years ago. Back in the I want to say late 90s, uh, we did a demonstration down in San Jose for this big martial arts convention. And when we were done who comes backstage wanting to meet us and take a picture was Jason David Frank. And at this time I was a little too old to be a big fan of power Rangers, but 
I knew who the Power Rangers were, and I had mad respect for what they were doing for uh, for a lot of martial arts schools in the country. You know, people were signing up for martial arts because yeah. of that show. Yeah. So you had to be kind of someone who would bury their head in the sand if you didn't know who Jason David Frank was. Yeah. So out there floating in the ether somewhere, one of our one someone in our Hapkido school has a has a copy of that photo of all of us. Uh, small group of us taking a picture with Jason David Frank. He was super cool, super nice. Um, That's uh, awesome. I know that he had, had been uh, having a terrible two years uh, going through a divorce with his wife. Um, also, I believe, if um, I'm remembering this correctly, I think he lost his daughter last year to suicide. Uh, so uh, just kind of a kind of this uh, call out to all of you who are uh, feeling you're suffering, feeling alone, just know that you're not an, alone. There are resources out there yeah. to get help. And if you have a loved one that might be suffering, just be that friend, be that relative that maybe reaches out too much, that keeps in touch too much. And if you're in need of help, you need guidance, you know, the emergency line is 988 for those who are in crisis or if you know someone in crisis. Yeah. So don't be afraid to reach out for help. Know that you're not alone and don't be afraid to be the one to Say hi too many times to the ones you love, guys. Yeah. Because life is short. Life is short, for real. Uh, in other news, in like uh, trying to pivot, Eric, we talked a little while a few weeks ago with uh, Derek Minner, uh, what went into a UFC fight with an injury, and there was suspicious betting around that fight. So his coach has been sanctioned by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, and also by the authority that's in charge of gaming in New Jersey. Uh, basically, it looks like the UFC is not going to allow James Krause for a while to corner any of his fighters. Yeah. And also, New Jersey doesn't want any any uh, companies to take bets involving any of James Krause's fighting, any of James Krause's fighters. So again, the suspicion continues around the the uh, the ties to gambling that James Krause. Uh, is being linked to and what, what a, a terrible fall from grace yeah. here's a guy who was an active fighter found his calling and coaching other people uh being a successful coach and now being caught up in this shit uh people we need to make better choices in our lives yeah. <laughs> i think this even triggered a, a big action where now i think like none of the fighters or none of the coaches could be betting on stuff or there's like yes that's right you're right, right like we we talked about that in back um, a few weeks ago where yeah. UFC said, look. Um, we don't want nobody, none of you no, motherfuckers doing this shit. Yeah. That's crazy. You're not allowed to bet on any fights. Nothing. Um, and then in some states, if you're like a relative of a, a fighter that's on a card, <laughs> oh, you're really? not allowed to. You're not allowed to bet on like Come certain on. things. Like in certain states. Um, and I think um, the UFC is supposed to help guide some of these fighters on what the rules are in particular states. But but this one's one of those things where people are wondering, did Derek Minner, knowing that she was, he was injured, did, was he in there to throw the fight? You know, so there's like a lot of questions regarding that. So this is going to be an ongoing story. So it, it doesn't end right here. What's worse? Um, what's worse, steroids or gambling? Like as far as like committing the crime, like. Like throwing the what, what is it? Throwing the fight for a gambling a purpose fight. or oh, taking God. steroids and or getting caught? Taking steroids. Well, you could argue that if you're <laughs> if you're using steroids, at least you're trying to win. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. So you're 
So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have the answer to that. I'm going to say, Hey guys, hit, hit us up. Yeah, what's, what's, what do you think that's, is that's worse? The, that's the what do you think is worse? What's worse? Getting, using stories and getting caught or throwing the fight Th- and getting caught. For gambling, for, for gambling, gambling, yeah. yeah. Let us know. Hopkey one on Instagram. <laughs> Sean underscore Pierre like underscore. What were you one. gonna say, Sean? What do you think is worse? I, just, I feel like gambling, like gam- like uh, throwing the fight and gambling, because you just never throw the. F- remember that fighter Sayuk from? Mm-hmm. Uh, remember for I think in early in his career he was like he was like shamed for throwing a fight, which you know like he was just doing what he had to do for his family and shit. I think, and he comes mm. back and he starts winning again. I don't know. I still think that throwing fights—that's a bad look. I mean, steroids is a bad a terrible look. look. Yeah, steroids is a bad look. But if you're gonna throw the fight and then get fucked gambling on it too, it's just like that's terrible. It calls into question whether this is really exactly. At least if you're, you're really doing trying. steroids, you're still trying. That's why. That's why I said with steroids, at least it shows you're trying. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta sit on this. I'm will. I, I'm. I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are, our loyal listeners. So yeah. let us know, please. Let us know, guys. Uh, in funny. In funny news, I, I think it's funny because it doesn't involve funny, me yeah. or my money. Um, Conor McGregor is being sued by his former friend and training partner, Adam Artem Lobov. If you remember, McGregor recently sold his share of Proper 12 risk whiskey for a lot of money. Did he really? Um, yeah, and Lobov feels that he's entitled to some of that share. How because much did he fucking sell? He for? thinks, because he says that he came up with the idea of Proper uh, 12. Dude, <laughs> come on. You came up with the idea? And then Connor responds in a very Connor way by challenging Artem Lobov to a fight in his gym. And whoever wins gets to uh, like, like keep the money or whatever. And I think Connor's also uh, gonna file a def- defamation suit against Lobov. So uh, keep your eye on that uh, bullshit. <laughs> I would pay to see that actually. Like they should just make it pay per view. I saw the interview that Artem Lobov was saying. He looks like shit, dude. It's just like. You look he like shit for saying that. In two years. I know, but he yeah. he just looks like shit for saying that because, yeah, you came up with the idea, but who did the work? Who had the yeah. money to get it done? You yeah. didn't. So, Connor did. So we'll, it's like, so hey. we'll, we'll see what happens. That's like saying, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That's like saying, Kanye West made Adidas because of the Yeezy. It's, it's like no, no. Conor McGregor, I, I had no idea he sold his share. I wonder how much. Yeah, he I think sold I, for. I think, I think he, he got he made a really good. A really well, yeah, good he penny. fucking came from yeah, nothing. So that, that came from nothing. So I went to a bar. Money, I went to a bar alcohol. in um, I forget what city it was, but damn, he was all over the place in that bar. Fucking crazy. Um, I don't like this one right here. The trolls and bigots. Try to uh, shade Pacheco's triumphs. Yeah, like uh, so. Larissa Pacheco doesn't hide the fact that uh, she's a lesbian woman. So now she's the new lightweight PFL champ. Um, we talked about her great victory earlier. Yeah, she's getting. But let it never attacked. be said that MMA is immune from toxicity and bullshit trolls. Hey guys, uh, it's two thousand and twenty-three. Yeah. You guys, who gives a fuck 
what your sexual orientation is at this point. God, man. you know what it is? It's you know what it is. It's an it's a immaturity thing as well. And when I was a kid, and I'm not I'm not proud of this. I'm ashamed to admit it. But you know, whenever you looked at a woman that was good athletically at something, good at any type okay. of athletics, mm-hmm. but it's basketball, volleyball, you thought softball. She was a tomboy? What's 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 the derogatory thing people say? Oh, um, she's probably a lesbian. Oh, right. I, I never seen and so. Well, okay. I said Maybe I was, I was a real asshole when I was young, but that's basically what she's kind of facing. These trolls yeah. just hitting her up. It's just, it, you know, they're saying, oh, you won just because you're a lesbian. And, nah, dude. And whatnot. I think they're just and mad because Kayla Harrison so, got It's such beat. bullshit. You know, she won that fight on her merits. That's what I'm saying, and, man. And it's just. Hey, you uh, guys grow up in fucking Brazil. You guys go to fucking UFC. You lose to fucking a 115er and you're a 135er. And you come back and win a million bucks. Go fuck yourselves, whoever, whoever the fuck's fucking giving her shit. Yeah, I can't so believe this. Like, let's give Larissa Pacheco her flowers and yeah, just dude. acknowledge the great athlete she hey. is, and let's let her enjoy yeah, this this moment with her and her family and her love. All these guys today. are mad because her fade is better than everyone else's fucking fade. She does have a sweet she fade, sweet man. Oh, that fade, that right? she, she's lined up nice. Yeah. Hey, hey, champ. Larissa, you're lined up nice. Okay, I like Shout it. Out to I like Barber. it. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, one other last news item. Uh, you know, Kevin Holland is headlining this Saturday at yeah. for DFC. Um, but uh, he is. Uh, he's kind of like you know he's he kind of played with the idea of retirement um, after he lost to Hamzat. Um, obviously he's come back, but he said he was really serious about it because he kind of feels like sometimes some fighters get to unfairly jump the line in terms of who's next for a title shot. And he wants these rankings to mean something. You know, one of the things he said is that, look, if Hamzat gets to fight for the middleweight title, having never fought or beat any other top middleweights, that's bullshit. And, uh, (laughs) it may make him run and look at some, do something else for a living. And, if the company does this habitually, it does make fighters feel insecure about where they stand in a company. Uh, so he has a point there. But he also did say, like, look, he, has, he has no beef against the UFC. He's not complaining. He likes working for the company. But he just wants to make he wants to he wants to feel that all UFC fighters are getting a fair chance at progressing their careers. And I, I think that's a fair call out. It is. But. That's going inside one ear and going out the other. They're gonna make money. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna make money fights no matter what. And yeah, it almost is gonna put up circus shit if they have to. And what do you think about what do you think about Alex Pereira fighting Hobzot before the rematch that happens? I I don't like it. I don't like it. I know that's I don't not like booked, it either. Uh officially. Um, I I don't like it. I want to see Pereira versus Adesanya uh, because that number. No, I think in the long term it actually makes more money for the company because Adesanya is a super a star. big star. Yeah. Okay. Hamzat is a star in the making. You could, you could say he's a divisive figure, but I not, I'm not sure you could look at him yet and say he's going to completely move the needle. If you yeah, if you kind of. Let's say, for example, Hamzat moves up, fights Pereira, wins the middleweight title. Now you fucked Adesanya 
out because he's not going to beat per he's not going to beat he's not he's not going to beat hamza if the wrestling is is as good as it looks even at 185 um so i think if you want to if you're in a business sense i think you give adesanya the rematch if it evens it up you do like the mma rubber match Agreed. Let everything else percolate. You build up Kamzat, put up Hamza against some other top middleweights, build his brand at that weight class. Or just I think you just make more money in the long run, and I think it's just more fair that way. Give get him to the fucking middle get him to the welterweight championship. Like why the fuck are we dealing with Can with, he still make welterweight? Can can Hamza I think he still, still make can. welterweight though? And dude, he had a shitty fucking time with Dorino, dude. Imagine if like if if he fights who's a who's a fucking crazy middleweight right now? Imagine if he fights one of these top tier middleweights. What if he fights Whitaker? Man, that would be crazy. That'd be a good fight, actually. That'd be a good fight, actually. But you know the the one I would love to I would fucking love to see comes up, try to make Walterweight and and fight like Colby. Yeah, dude. Come on. I mean, I want to I'd want to see that. Give him Leon already. Fuck. Nah, I I want to see Usman and Leon rematch. What what if it was Usman and Kamzat? Oh, that would be a fucking but, uh, let, let him earn it though. He's got to earn that. Show yeah. that you could fucking make Walter Waite. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that would be a I fucking so, There's a lot of these what ifs, man. That's a so, pay-per-view. That's what that would be one of those pay-per-views without a without a championship. Comes out versus yeah, you, Usman, dude. That would be yeah. fucking nuts. But I I it would mean more if like say for example Usman guy had the title. True. I think that that would be that would be just be Fair big play. time numbers, Fair play. I think. And you you give more time for Hamza to build up his brand and the name. So I'm not yeah, thinking business. He's not gonna sell here, out you know? a fucking arena the way uh Adesanya does. No fucking no. way, dude. No, not right now. Not right now. Give it some time. You might get there. Maybe in Russia time. or Europe or some shit, but not here. There's no way. Yeah, and it's and the, the American market is the one that people want to get to. So uh, what's the rest of your week looking at looking like, man? Well, I train tomorrow. Uh, my dad's birthday you. is uh, hey, happy birthday, Dad! Is tomorrow as well, and the cool thing about him is he still wants to go to Outback Steakhouse at ceremony. Hey, can I tell you something? Outback they they know how to make a pretty good steak. So. You know, I haven't been in years, so I'm gonna take your word for it, and I'm probably gonna have to look at their menu because I'm not ordering the cheap shit. I'm probably gonna order if he's paying for it. I'm just kidding. Um, Hell yeah! If my relatives are paying for it. <laughs> I'm getting that tomahawk. Get the ribeye. Rib <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, dude, that, oh man, get the blooming onion. Dude, oh, now I'm getting, yeah, getting I was, hungry just thinking dude, about it. Dude, I was actually back. supposed to go to, um, uh, what is it, a rave? It's called a rave? What the fuck? How I know. No, a friend of mine was like, hey, you want to come watch uh, Nightmare, this fucking DJ? And I'm like, that sounds like a rave. And, uh, you know, I agreed to go, but unfortunately... My dad scheduled his uh, his night out with the uh, with his brothers and sisters at a at a casino on Friday, so I can't make it out because those were my babysitters. But um, okay, <laughs> other than that, Selfish. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Outback, I can't wait for Outback Steakhouse. Now that you Dude, mentioned I'm that, it's pretty good. For you, actually, what about what are you doing I'm this weekend? For buddy? you, I uh, just got some uh, training lined up. Uh, so the rest of this week, uh, Hapkido USA, we got our um, belt testing for the kids and adults on Saturday. So looking fun. forward to that. That should be exciting. 
other than that, training and watching fights and uh, gearing up for the holiday season. So I'm excited for that. Let me ask you something. Are you a procrastinator when it comes to uh, shopping and all that stuff? Even though if you don't do a lot of shopping? Absolutely. Okay. No, I'm answering your question right now. Absolutely. I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at shopping. Same here. I end up just going to Kohl's early. I know. I love Kohl's. Kohl's has some some really cool stuff over there, man. Even the toys for little kids, dude, cheap as fuck. And they're they're good toys. (laughs) Well, have fun at have fun at Outback and have fun at Kohl's, bro. Thanks, man. (laughs) Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, guys, and don't forget to share the podcast. Don't forget to like the podcast as well. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. Mine is Sean underscore Pierre underscore and yours, Carlo. Hopkey one on Instagram, folks. Don't forget to shout out. Shout out to Magalit Jiu-Jitsu out in San Francisco, Fight Culture in Daly City, and Omni Movement out there in Hercules. I'm in the Sunset District in San Francisco, Hapkido USA. We're with Colhaldo Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and our Golden Pizza Muay Thai team. Also, don't forget to check out Pacific Ring Sports in Oakland. Don't forget to bet on our picks, guys, because our yeah, boy Ray Valetti said so. <laughs> yeah, Ray Valetti. Hey, man, whatever and, you uh, say, Ray, I'm going to follow you. <laughs> and um, just make sure. Oh, like I said, like we said, that Barbarino bet. I think that's the one, man. That's going to win, that's win the you one. guys money. If you guys win money, we deserve 1% of that. No, I'm just kidding. Or just buy us a shot just next time you see us. Buy us a shot next time, guys. Come on. That's like a what, plus 400, plus 500 underdogs. Yeah, dude. Money. 20 like, bucks, dude. No, Let's get go. Let's bad. go. <laughs> Have a good weekend, guys. I don't know how many Christmas parties are there going to be this weekend. No, I don't think it's too much. If you're buying Christmas trees, tie that shit down. I saw some crazy shit on the freeway the other day. You guys are crazy. Take care, guys. Have a good night. Peace.